juicers i'm brooke and i'm Alyssa. and this is listener juice surprise (laughs) yeah (laughs) didn't think we would get it done didn't think we would get it done this week but we did our second installment of our listener juice that's exciting yes thank you guys for sitting in your stories and uh since we asked for some more we have gotten some still need a couple of a couple more for next month yeah, so please send those in. We've already got a few what we hope to be good stories because we haven't read them. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> they'll be great. They're all pretty long, which is exciting. Yes, send in the long ones. Mm-hmm. Or the short ones. Send in whatever, actually. Send it all. <laughs> we try to do three each episode. So, um, yeah, send what you got. Um, also, really quickly, we do want to thank some amazing women that have made us gifts um nikki yesi and jen thank you guys yes thank you so much we uh nikki made us some cute little cups um yesi also made us well tumblers i guess you would say Mm -hmm. and some car coasters and jen surprised us with some keychains yes the keychain is glittery and so cute the yes. tumblers glittery and so cute and the the cup that nikki got us is color changing so. yes super cool so we appreciate you guys that was awesome awesome so we did want to um i know we thanked you like on our facebook page but we wanted to uh, make it official and shout you out so anyway um i guess we'll get on with our stories you want to read first i don't care I'll read first. I don't care. Okay. You want me to go? You can go first, yeah. Okay. So our first listener juice story comes from Tara. And it says, Hello, ladies. My family and I live in a 1940s old mill house in Social Circle. We moved in May 2018, saged before moving in because it is old, capital letters, and I believe in all sorts of weird stuff. Totally cute. Our youngest, Remy, who is five, has quite the imagination. She has had a few random imaginary friends, just to name a couple, Star and Toothy. (laughs) (laughs) So cute. This is the short story of Toothy. Side note, our five-year-old has not slept in her own bed for several months. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Toothy was with us for a little over a year. She went everywhere with us. I was that awesome mom that left her in town and had to turn around and go back and get her. (laughs) Sounds like me. (laughs) Toothy lived upstairs in the girls' playroom. For the past few months, Remy hasn't really mentioned Toothy. She would mention Toothy every now and then, but hasn't played with her in a while. After her her aunt and my mother pried it out of her, this is how she died. Oh my god, I hate it already. (laughs) Toothy. (laughs) Toothy was pregnant with a girl and her boyfriend wanted a boy, so he shot her. Jesus. (laughs) Toothy was shot in the girl's room closet and now blood seeps out of the bottom of it. Oh. Terrifying. Lovely. (laughs) Needless to say, we will be staging the whole damn house again. Now we have a new imaginary friend, Casey. I may write in later with another story about Casey. Stay spooky, juicers. Okay. Uh, if my child ever came to me and said that, 
I would die. Uh, he shot her because he wanted a boy, and blood seeps out of the closet. Yeah, Remy, I don't blame you for sleeping with mom and dad. Yeah, good uh, call, see Remy. You. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, so I was always under the impression that imaginary friends were just imaginary because... It, <laughs> That's not, like, you know, I told you Ansley's, um, they died, too. Like, that is so creepy that kids, yeah, they, they don't just come up with that kind of stuff. Uh. I never, like, came up with death things like that when I was a kid mm-hmm. and tell them to my parents. I've never had an imaginary friend. I haven't either. I think it's, like, super common with, um, like, only children. And yeah. Remy is not an only child. She does have an older sister, but the older sister, like, goes to the dad. So mm-hmm. Remy's home alone a lot. Or not home alone, obviously. She's five, but right. without, you know, her sibling there. So, and Ansley was an only child. Yeah. So I think they have to, like, create somebody in their mind to play with. That have died? <laughs> or somebody is there and wants to play with them. I don't know. My sister Ansley, I remember her having an imaginary friend when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I'm only, like, three years older than her, mm-hmm. but we kind of left her out of everything, and she yeah. was the youngest, so she played by herself a lot, so I guess that's how she had an imaginary friend. I can't remember its name, but, dude, she'd be talking to it, oh, and I would just so be like, what weird the to fuck? Me. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, so my story that I am reading is from Destiny. So she says, Hi, kids. So my name is Destiny. I was 23 years old and visiting my family or visiting with family in Key West. Key West is known for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. The most famous being Hemingway and Robert the Doll in Old East Fort. Ooh. Robert the Doll. I was just listening to a podcast and they mentioned Robert the Doll uh-huh. for like the millionth time and it always gives me the heebie-jeebies. Hey. Actually, Scotty asked me the other day, he was like, who's Robert the Doll? And I like <laughs> looked back at him and I was like, uh, oh why? my gosh. And he was telling me that somebody was posting on Facebook that they like looked up pictures of Robert the doll mm-hmm. and then suddenly their life just went to shit. Oh no. Yeah. And okay. so they think it's Robert the doll like mm-hmm. cursing them. And so they said that they wrote a letter to Robert. They apologized to Robert. They emailed Robert the doll and their life is still in shit. And then somebody was like, yeah, you kind of need to be there in person to apologize. Oh. I was just like, oh God. Mm-mm-mm. And Scotty was too scared to look at his picture, so <laughs> that says anything. All right. So, anyways, um, Robert the Doll is world famous. He's reportedly possessed, cursed, and sentient. Is that the word? The word S E N T I E N T. Sure. I have no idea what that is. Will you Google it? Yeah, sure. Um, you have to ask permission to take pictures of him, or else he follows you home. My grandfather asked that he, myself, and my aunt should do the ghost tour around Key West at night. Now, y'all, I've always been sensitive, not psychic, but I digress. I knew this was a bad idea, but like all bad ideas, how horrible could it be? Okay, I got the definition here. What is it? It is a soldier or guard whose job is to stand and keep watch. Okay. That makes sense. Yes, it does. <laughs> yep, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Uh, so where was I? How horrible could it be? It's all bullshit, right? Yeah, no. We get to the old East Fort, and it's a beautiful, rugged fort turned museum. Now, I've seen this doll in daylight quite a few times. 
Old East Fort has a reputation of, um, it, oh, where am I at? Oh, okay. <laughs> Old East Fort has a reputation of its own without Robert being involved. That's what happens with Civil War forts. People die, etc. Well, inside the fort, there are stones, stone arches, um, roughly 12 feet wide. You walk through these arches to get to the exhibits. Robert has his own exhibit as he is quite popular. We are standing in this exhibit and I'm looking at his display case. My back is to one of these arches. The tour guide is on the other side directly across from me. This is important. I feel a large male presence behind me. Yeah. (laughs) I assume wrongly that it's my grandfather. My grandfather is a large man, 6'3", 300 pounds. When I turn around, no one is there. Dot, 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 dot. Okay. I'm going to just write that off and pretend nothing has happened. Because that's how I want to live my life. (laughs) Okay. Then, a child, there are no, I mean zero children on this tour, pulls my shirt as if I'm looking, pulls my shirt as if looking for attention. I look down and nothing. No one, no child, nothing. The tour guide sees my face drain of all color. I've had experiences, y'all, but I have never, and I do mean never, been touched. The guide looks at me and goes, he pulled your shirt, didn't he? Oh my god. That's a big, nope. Goodbye. (laughs) That's so scary. All I could do is nod. And she said, he does that to to us all the time. It's his way of letting you know he, he knows you can sense him. Um, nope. Take me home. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Wow. That's pretty cool though. (laughs) Uh, And then she says, and that's the story of why I'll never do a ghost tour for as long as I live and probably not even after I die. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Wow. Ooh. It's creepy. Very creepy. I never want to see Robert the doll. Like I could never go to like the museum of death or, you know, the, the, whatever the Warrens, I know oh, yeah. we read a, a mm-hmm. listener juice about, or whatever, could never do it. Cause I just don't want to be attached. I don't know. Like I would like to. Yeah. I would like to, but I'd be too scared to. Yeah. Oof. All right. Next story comes from Amanda. Hey guys, I have a couple of stories for you. I moved to social circle in 2012 and rented my husband's cousin's basement. They had two young daughters, and they were around 12 and 14 at the time. They had a couple experiences of their own, but I hadn't noticed any until one day when I was upstairs doing laundry and I could hear people having conversations. At this point, it was late morning, early afternoon, and the girls should have been at school. Thinking they may have skipped school or something, I opened their bedroom doors and neither one of them are there. I then go outside and the neighborhood was quiet and nobody was outside. I go back inside thinking I was crazy, walk in the bathroom to wash my hands, and I hear kids talking. Mm-mm. I know. So once again, I went back into both of their bedrooms, and still nobody was home other than me. One night at about 3 o'clock in the morning, my husband and I both were woken up by the paramount picture sound that used to be played before a movie started. <laughs> we both sat up. Uh, We both sat straight up. I was scared shitless. 
We checked the house and have no idea what it was. Nothing was left on. Nothing was playing. It wasn't our phones, the TV, or the Xbox. <laughs> Plot twist, you're actually a movie and you don't know it. <laughs> That's so scary. I, I don't know. like that sound anyway. <laughs> Titus loves it. Really? Oh, he yeah. probably gets so stoked because mm-hmm. he knows something's coming. So this is her second story. Back when my daughter was about two years old, 2016, she started talking about Bill and Debbie. Hmm? (laughs) (laughs) We have no idea who they are or where they came from. Although I can't think of many stories that involve Debbie, Bill seemed to stick around a lot. One day, we went to let the dogs outside, and she runs to the door and starts screaming for Bill. Hmm. (laughs) We looked at her, looked outside, looked at each other, and all at the same time asked who the hell Bill was. (laughs) I would be like, who the Who is Bill? Why are you calling for Bill? (laughs) How old is Bill? (laughs) Right. Another time, my cousin and some of her friends were outside on the back porch, and my daughter wanted to go outside with them. She went outside, and a few months later, a few minutes later, (laughs) (laughs) a few minutes later, I got a text saying, oh, my God, come here. At that moment, one of my dogs was staring at me, barking and growling, and I couldn't figure out why. I walk outside, and then they said my daughter looked at them and said, Bill is inside with my mommy, and he doesn't like her. Oh, my God. No. That is so scary. We've all had multiple experiences, but these are the most prominent. Wow. Oh, I don't like that at all. You know what I don't like? What? I don't like how this little girl, little girl, right? Yeah. She was two. Okay, yeah. She goes to the front door and is shouting for Bill. And then they're all like, who's Bill? And then you don't even tell us what the daughter said. (laughs) What a cliffhanger. What did she say? (laughs) Like, uh, we don't know who Bill is now. Uh, Amanda, what did she say? Let us know, please. (laughs) Oh, I don't like that at all. And that scares me. Titus better never do this shit. My son is four. He's just now starting to talk. Mm Mm-hmm. And if he ever comes up to me with some Bill and Debbie bullshit. (laughs) Bill was next to you and he doesn't like you. I would literally, I don't know, I'd I'd move, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Get rid of him. Just kidding. Okay, so my next story is from Irene. Hey, ladies, here is my story. My five-year-old son has been seeing quote-unquote ghosts pretty much since day one. When he was a baby, he would wake up screaming in the middle of the night and would, and would have his eyes open, but it was as it... it oh my God. <laughs> Jeez, I swear to God, I, I can read. <laughs> okay. When he was a baby, he would wake up screaming in the middle of the night and would have his eyes open, but it was as if he was still asleep. Ooh, I don't like it. And he would be inconsolable. As he became a toddler and could talk, he would start telling us what scares him and what he sees. Mm. So one night I went on a trip to Tennessee with my husband, who is a truck driver, and my oldest daughter stayed at my house with my son, who was three and a half at the time. And she called me and said, Mom, um, <laughs> okay, obviously I don't know Roman numerals, so. <laughs> What is the one and then V? Is that five? I don't know. I think it's five. Because I think if it if the one comes after the V, then it's six. No, that's not five. Uh, I don't know what okay, the fuck. I will tell you. It's an IV. Yeah. Four. Four. Okay. 
Uh, I guess these are Roman numerals. I only I'm only assuming because she says my son Peter and then oh okay like the fourth. Okay, yeah. Okay, so Peter the fourth. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, he says that there is a man sitting on his couch and in uh, sitting on his couch in the playroom. She said, "I'm really freaked out, and we are just going to turn on the TV and sleep in the living room." He said the man was sitting on the couch, then disappeared and then was in his bathroom, and then he didn't see him again. So, the next morning, I asked him about it, and he told me the exact same thing. So, I thought about it and remembered that a couple weeks prior, the previous owner of our home had contacted me via Facebook and said that a very good friend of hers was missing and that he had dementia. She said he had spent a lot of time at our home when she was living there, and she wanted me to know in case he showed up that I could contact the police because his family is desperately looking for him so fast forward to the conversation with my son i went to get my cell phone and looked up a picture of the missing man and i asked my son if this was the guy sitting in his playroom the night before and he said yes with certainty wow the night before was when his body was found in a reservoir oh I contacted a friend of mine who does space clearings, and we set up a session. Her name is Melody. She confirmed that he was indeed here, but he was not here for my son. He was here for me. Mm. I was a little freaked out and didn't understand. She told me that my son was able to see him due to his abilities, but Timothy was here because of my light, and he knew that I would know. He knew that I would know what to do to help him cross over. Aww. So we created a portal and helped him to cross over, and we have never seen him again. Wow. We have had many other weird things that my son has told us. I will be more than happy to share if you want to hear more. Yes, please, please send them in. <laughs> That's awesome, Irene. Wow, Peter is legit. Literally. Um, <laughs> She also left us an article about Mr. Timothy Osborne, who was missing and then found in the reservoir. Okay. If we want to look it up. Yeah, I would be interested. Oh, yeah, me too. Wow, that's crazy. That's scary. (laughs) I mean, it'd be scary if he wasn't dead. Yeah. And if he was dead, like, there's no non-scary thing about it. Peter has an amazing ability. Yes, definitely. Wow. Definitely. All right. So my last story is from Ashton. Okay, guys. So I have rarely told people this story because the more I tell it, the more real it becomes. But the more I think about it, the more I realize it was totally real and still terrifies me to this day. So I was with my ex-fiance for three years and spent almost every night at his house in Covington. Since the first time I ever went to his house, I always felt like a heavy presence was always near me or watching me. Mm. But of course, I was head over heels in love, so my dumbass didn't care, and I slept over many more nights. We've all been there. (laughs) Screw the ghost. I love you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one night we were laying in bed, trying, notice I said trying, to go to sleep, It was a bit impossible because the dogs, which were in their crate in the living room, were barking insanely. Buck and Echo, the doggies, were very well trained and only barked when they felt threatened or saw someone they didn't recognize. Mm. Uh No, thank you. (laughs) So, of course, I was already freaking out. To make matters worse, there were loud bangs on the wall behind us. Oh, Uh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) These hits were so forceful that books on the shelf above the bed fell down on top of us. 
Oh my god. No, I wouldn't still be in the bed. I would uh-uh. be like up running around with a gun in my hand or something. <laughs> Hatchet. Hatchet. My ex brushed this off and held me as I was terrified. Excuse me? How do you brush that off? That would be the moment I'd be like, bye. No, I would be like running out of the house. I don't I Climb don't out know. the window, something. Ugh. Hours after this, I woke up to someone whispering my name. Mm. Yeah. Jeremy, stop. I'm trying to sleep. I leaned up and he was asleep too. It wasn't him saying my name. Mm. The next day we both had to go to work. He had to be at work an hour before me, so he left and I finished getting ready. After he left, I felt the air in the house get so heavy. I felt like someone was watching me and I was scared to even leave his bedroom. I immediately grabbed my things and ran out of the house. As soon as I was out of the house, I felt like I could breathe again. It was like a weight was lifting, lifted off my shoulders. It was the scariest moment of my life. Yeah, I bet it was. Yeah. Needless to say, whatever was in that house hated me and probably still does. Thanks for listening to my story. Love you guys. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, yeah ex-fiance, that's probably a good thing, Ashton. I would have to agree with that. <laughs> Especially when, he, okay, there's a pounding on the wall behind you, books fall off, and then he's like, nah, That's it's all fine. Good. That's cool. He's probably had an allegiance with these ghosts. <laughs> I really do feel that way. <sighs> like, how how is that just not obvious that there's something completely wrong? Right. Oh, that's terrifying. So my next story is from Lauren. And I love Lauren because every time she sees me, she says, hey, queen. Oh, she's so sweet. So she says, hi, Alyssa and Brooke with a little smiley face. I am loving y'all's new podcast so much. It's great to listen to while I'm working and hanging out with my boyfriend or cooking. I'm so excited to hear more from y'all. Here's my story. So for about half of my life, my family and I grew up on a farm. I'm the sixth or seventh generation to be living in it. Less than a mile away, there's a cemetery. One time, my sister and her friends went out to that cemetery late at night. They were just hanging out when all of a sudden they saw blue lights. Hmm. They all started to run away towards the woods behind the cemetery. My sister and her friends all got split up, and she hid there all night. What? No way. Oh, my God. (laughs) No, me. All night. She said she heard little kids laughing at her and could feel people breathing right next to her. Super fucking creepy. I fucking agree. Oh my (laughs) god. That is horrifying. Okay, would you rather see like a little demon child ghost or like a grown up? Ooh. (laughs) I don't know. You don't know? That's a hard choice. Okay, would you rather hear like kids laughter or like a growl? Ooh, probably kids. Yeah. I'll stick with the kids. I think me too. Yeah, because, like, I'll fight that kid. (laughs) Oh, I think you would win. (laughs) TBH. So, um, then she says, So my story, one night I was sitting outside talking on the phone because the walls are paper thin and I didn't want my mom to hear me. I feel it. (laughs) So I sat behind our garage where we used to have our pool, which sits next to this slab of concrete that has patio chairs. I was sitting on the chair and talking to my friend, but she had to go. So I hung up the phone, and as I, and as I started to get up, I heard a whispering through the woods, and it started approaching me closer and closer, and I could feel a chill go down my neck, and the hairs on my arms started to raise up. Uh-huh, I hate it. Keep in mind, this was during the summertime, and it was roughly 70-ish degrees that night. 
so it wasn't cold at all i ran so fucking fast i did not want to stick around to see what it was those are my stories sending y'all good vibes and energy during this crazy time in life and i'm really looking forward to the next few episodes thank you yes thank you those were great you guys and horrifying also (laughs) thank you so much you know what i was thinking uh, have you already like done research for next week? I haven't started. No. No. Why mm-hmm. don't next week we talk about our paranormal paranormal experiences? Would you want to do that? Like and not do research on a killer. Really? Yeah. I don't know that I have enough for like a, an episode. To be honest with you, I feel like my stories are pretty short. Hmm. Maybe we should make that more like a special episode. Okay, we can do that. Just kind of. I mean, I have a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like mine, like literally, I could probably talk about it in five minutes and be done. Seriously? Yeah. I wish that was my life. Yeah. I okay. Mean, and all of mine have been positive, so it's not that exciting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're the lucky one. <laughs> okay, well, then we can just do. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do like. Um, a special. A little special, release. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even if it's like 20 minutes long. Yeah. Or whatever. Okay. Okay. Sounds great. Well, thank you guys for listening to our second Listener Juice episode. Yeah. Send in your stories and um, stay tuned for next week when we release episode nine. Can't wait. All right. So for God's sake. Don't drink the Jones juice.